Welcome. You are listening to Central Synagogue's podcast, featuring sermons, lectures, and conversations from Manhattan's historic Central Synagogue. I'm Rabbi Angela Bookdahl. Each week, we invite you to listen to messages of strength and hope given by our clergy on Shabbat or Jewish holidays. You can also listen to audio recordings of other programs and lectures given at Central by subscribing to this podcast on the platform of your choice. If you'd like to watch our live stream services or learn more about our congregation, I invite you to visit us at centralsynagogue.org. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon. And raise me up to a world living, oh, safe from the storm, in the shelter of your shadow. Last week I was rushing out of a coffee shop and a woman approached me for her money. She was speaking really loudly, and I felt uneasy, and I told her that I was unable to help her, and I wished her good luck and told her I was sorry. And I soon regretted my decision not to provide her with anything. You see, years ago, I decided whenever I was able that I would provide people asking for money, some support, even if it was just a little change. My decision was rooted in Jewish values, values that it turns out stem most directly from this week's Torah portion. Our Rabbi Emeritus Peter Rubenstein taught, for those who are hungry, homeless, or emotionally and mentally troubled, any of us can be the Messiah with a bit of intentional kindness, at least for a moment, on that street corner where our paths cross. It's common for the person that I'm giving money to say to me, God bless you, to which I always respond, God bless you. Such an exchange of resources and respect is not to be underestimated. So why did I say no to the woman last week? It was because I felt uncomfortable. I didn't feel in danger, but but the way she spoke, so loud, so so agitated, it it triggered something in me that, that turned me off. And I allowed that voice and other voices that come into my head to to rule. I'm in a rush. Maybe she's feeling entitled. My my wallet isn't so available. What is she really going to use the money for? The Talmud teaches that Rabbi Chanila would keep his hand in his pocket already filled with coins so that when a poor person would ask for money, the rabbi would be quickly able to give that person some coins so that they would not feel humiliated. I wish I would have followed this sage's practice last Thursday. This week, we begin reading the book of Exodus and hear the core story for the Jewish people, our enslavement in Egypt for more than 400 years and our eventual exodus into freedom. After this week, it is referred to again 
and again throughout the Torah and also throughout the entire Hebrew Bible. And the Mishnah teaches in every generation, each person is obligated to see themselves as though they had personally gone out of Egypt. A quote you might be familiar with because many of us say it each year at the Passover Seder. No less than 36 times does the Torah repeat the commandment to care for the vulnerable, the orphan, the poor, the widow, and the stranger in our midst. And these mitzvot are accompanied with the reminder, you know the feelings of a stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. No commandment is repeated more. The Torah is not into repetition for its own sake. Every word matters. So why is the mitzvah to remember the stranger repeated so often? This was clearly a priority for our ancestors, and it was their hope that future generations would make it central to their Jewish identity. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs teaches, the Torah wants this story to become a permanent part of our collective memory. In addition, the Torah emphasizes mitzvot that are not in our nature to perform. We are preoccupied with our own lives. It's part of being a human being. We focus on ourselves and our family and our friends and our livelihood and our hobbies. It's not that we're insensitive about the stranger, it's just that we're so involved with our own personal interests that the stranger sometimes falls by the wayside. Starting with this portion, our tradition calls us to add the stranger to our priority list. Starting with this portion, we are to stand up for those who have no one to stand up for them. Starting with this portion, we are to protect people whose agency has been stripped from them, even if they're loud, even if they make us uncomfortable, perhaps especially if they make us uncomfortable. These principles are also to be applied to people we will never meet who are struggling because they are refugees and victims of other human-made and natural disasters. But helping those in short-term need with some money and kindness is only one part of how we are to make manifest the Torah's most repeated mitzvah. We are also called to engage in systemic change. One of my favorite singer-songwriters is John Denver of Blessed Memory. And he would recite this long-form poem whenever I saw him perform. It's called The Ambulance Down in the Valley. Twas a drink, I wanna, I wanna share this poem, sorry for my voice. Twas a dangerous cliff as they freely confessed, though to walk near its crest was so pleasant. But over its terrible edge there had slipped a duke and too many a peasant. The people said something would have to be done, but their projects at all did not tally. Some said, put a fence round the edge of the cliff. Others, 
an ambulance down in the valley. The lament of the crowd was profound and was loud as their heart overflowed with pity. But the cry for the ambulance carried the day as it spread through the neighboring city. A collection was made to accumulate aid, and the dwellers in highway and alley gave dollars and cents not to furnish a fence, but an ambulance down in the valley. For the cliff is all right if you're careful, they said, and folks, and if folks ever slip and are dropping, it, it isn't the slipping that hurts them so much as the shock down below when they're stopping. So for years we have heard as these mishaps occurred, quicks forth with the rescuers Sally to pick up the victims who fell from the cliff with the ambulance down in the valley. Said one to his peers, it's a marvel to me that you'd give so much greater attention to repairing results than the curing the cause. You much better aim at prevention for the mischief of course should be stopped at its source. Come neighbors and friends, let us rally. It's far better sense to rely on a fence than an ambulance down in the valley. He is wrong in his head, the majority said. He would end all our earnest endeavors. He's a man who would shirk his responsible work, but we will support it forever. Aren't we picking up all just as fast as they fall and giving them care liberally? A superfluous fence is of no consequence if the ambulance works in the valley. The story looks queer as we've written it here, but things oft occur that are stranger, more humane we assert, than to succor the hurt is the plan of removing the danger. The best possible course is to safeguard the source, attend to things rationally. Friends, let us build up the fence and let us dispense with the ambulance down in the valley. This poem provides the simplest of answers, a fence at the top of a cliff to solve an important communal problem. Modern day community organizers use another metaphor of looking upstream in search of the source of society's challenges. A fence on top of a cliff, a dam upstream, whatever it takes, be it simple or complicated, we Jews are to persevere in engaging in systemic change. And when it comes to making change systemically, we are to do it in and among community. There really is no other way. Long-lasting, comprehensive change happens when people advocate on behalf of and for one another in solidarity. We here at Central Synagogue have been led in these communal efforts by Rabbi Heli Haber and our Central in Action congregant team who are constantly working on change initiatives that we as a synagogue have prioritized. And you can find out more on our website about our inspiring successes over the past few years and join us in our future efforts. Remember, you know the feelings 
of a stranger, for, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. It all begins in this week's portion. It's never too late to integrate this central Jewish narrative and charge into our core identities. We can help the stranger among us. We can influence the society we live in for the better. Starting this week, our tradition teaches it's up to us. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for listening to this edition of Central Synagogue's podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you're in the loop on future episodes. And please follow us on social media or watch our live stream at centralsynagogue.org, our Facebook page, or on national cable at the Jewish Broadcasting Service. Thanks again for joining us. Hello, hello.